Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Apparently today, before we get to those stories, sorry, not to not to detour here into this, into food, but today is National Chocolate Chip Day. That's not to be confused with National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, which is August 4th. Oh, this is just eating the chips. Evidently. I'm not a big fan of just eating the chips. I need them <gasps> to be in... The cookie dough. Yeah. I like I mean, a few little semi-sweet morsels every now and then. Obviously, my mother's chocolate chip cookies. I, you know, there's a story. I will eat all of those happily. Yeah, there's um, at the Whitney Museum in New York, there's a restaurant in the Whitney. I I can't remember the name of it. It's, I don't know, it's something simple like, you know, frame or art or something. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But anyway, the Whitney Museum, there's a restaurant. And what they have for a dessert is simply a chocolate chip cookie, a warm chocolate chip cookie and milk. And you would think, well, there's nothing really all that special about that. But there is something about this cookie. And I don't know what it is, if it's a secret ingredient, if it's the size of the cookie, if it's the exact temperature, if it's the, the softness of the cookie, that plus the milk and the, and the recyclable straw that it comes in is just <laughs> the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Takes chocolate chip cookies and milk to a whole new level. I'm sure it's not as good as your mom's chocolate chip cookie. Well, I know you would never think so because you don't like her cookies. That's not true. I will say Jen's mom puts an incredible amount of chocolate chips in the cookie. Mm-hmm. And I and I prefer right. that. It's well, delish. I know that she's been baking all weekend because she gets here on Thursday. So, so bring some for me. Oh, good. I will, I'll bring some for you and Tim. You'll be taken care of. She always takes care of Tim. She's like, here's oh, my yeah. mom's cookies. And I'm like, I like them too. Well, Why don't I get to very, eat them? He's very, Tim was very specific about the apricot you Bonnie if you're listening fridge <laughs> chocolate chip <laughs> you can't just say you like them you have to love oh, them oh I love them well, and you have you to have be to specific eat them. you never want them I know I'm sorry he's like I'm not in the mood for a chocolate chip cookie who the hell isn't in the mood for a chocolate Ever. chip cookie well, I know. with all due respect there are a lot of chips in it but they are kind of hard and dry you know they're not soft now you're hating on the cookie. Well, I'm not hating on them. I'm just <laughs> saying I like them a certain way. If you were, this is what I would do to With Scott, all due Scott respect. right now, if we were having this conversation, I would go, like, <laughs> close my hand, Stop like it. you need to close your mouth. All right, fine. <laughs> I won't be honest. <laughs> Sometimes. You know, you are never going to have an opportunity for any kind of cookie ever again. <laughs> you will never be offered any of any kind. That's all right. I can make my own. Just yeah. as long as you keep sharing your cake with us. Yeah. We'll keep you not go, sharing you our just cookies go with on you. Home and you get your little roll of frozen cookie dough <laughs> that you pop open and spread all those things apart and stick them in the oven for 10 minutes. Yeah, they're still pretty good, though. Speaking mm. of, I took the rest of the lemon raspberry cake home to my mom for yeah. Mother's oh, Day. Oh, what'd she think? She was like, this is amazing. Oh, good. She loved it. All right. Well, yeah. we'll put her on the list then. For yeah, for year. sure. I'll bring some cookies for your mom. Thank you. She would love that. You think she'll love them as much as the cake, though, really? 
I mean, I don't, I'm not going to hate. What if we have a cookie? You know what? To cake. Uh, uh, then how about this? What if I bring in cookies? Okay. And Whole we have Anita. <laughs> we have Anita. We want to do a little taste test, a little cookie contest. She would have to contest. do it blind because she wouldn't be like, I can't be mean if I like Jeff's cookies more than Jen's. It's not like know. Jeff's are homemade cookies. How do you know? You know, that's the crazy thing is they don't really have to be. You put somebody in a blind taste test, chances are they can't really tell. <laughs> People like what they like. <laughs> I do love warm chocolate chip cookies. Though. That and oatmeal raisin cookies. Mm. Those are good. Or what about white chocolate macadamia nut cookies? Those are good. Yeah. There's you know a couple of places that actually sell the Penn Station and uh, Subway. Subway? Even. Yeah. Do you know who has an, uh, Jimmy John's has a great chocolate. It has like different kinds of chips in it. It's very chocolatey. Have you guys ever been to um, BJ's Brew House and had a Pazuki? I've never had the Pazuki mm-hmm. there, no. So what it is essentially is they take cookie dough and they put it in like a cast iron skillet and they put that into the oven and that's how they make like the cookie portion. And then when it comes out, they put a dollop of ice cream on top. So it's kind of like a pie cookie. Hmm. It's amazing. And I highly recommend it. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's definitely different. Yeah. So anyway, it's not national chocolate chip. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Day. Again, not to be confused with the National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, which that comes August 4th. You need to learn the subtle, nuanced differences in our country's made-up holidays, people. Mm-hmm. All right. If you screw up on your first day at a new job, your career will recover. First impressions aren't as big a deal as you might think. Wait, what's that? They're actually a huge deal and you're messed up forever? Oh, well, okay. Good luck. Because, according to this new survey... Almost half of people say they have screwed up on their first day in a new job. And here are the most 10 common ways. They learned someone's name and then immediately forgot it. Yes. Never happened to me. (laughs) They got someone's name wrong. They said something stupid because of their nerves. They went to the wrong place. They showed up way too overdressed. They had to have something simple explained several times. They showed up late because of traffic. They put their foot in their mouth during a conversation. How do you get in trouble for showing up late because of traffic? Are you supposed you to allow yourself early. like even yeah. more time than normal? Yeah. I don't know. At least on the first, <laughs> well, on the first day, unless you tested traffic patterns. I mean, like what if something happens and the highway is shut down and you don't, I mean, that's out of your control. Mm-hmm. Even you're like, oh my gosh, I left it 45 minutes early. Yeah. So I, I live, uh, 
I basically at Children's Hospital. Oh, for sure. You're right there in all those hospital zones. Like not near Children's Hospital. Like I pretty much live on Children's Hospital's campus, it feels like. (laughs) So I'm right in the thick of all of that construction that's taking place right now. And they're building the new parking garage in addition to the new wing. As early as 5 o'clock in the morning, those cement trucks are rolling in, baby. Mm-hmm. And they're backing in, and everybody is front and center and present. Parking spaces are already disappearing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by the time I'm passing through, I am stuck in that stuff, waiting for the cement mixer to back in. It's it's amazing to me how early people start. Of course, they're usually out of there by three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon, so I guess there's an advantage there. But there's a lot going on in that neighborhood. Hey, when you're thinking about having kids, all you hear from other parents is how magical it is, how wonderful. There is no greater joy. They will downplay the whole part about never having free time ever again. But you got to find the positive, right? They asked 2,000 people with kids. (laughs) How much free time do you get? You know, me time. Where it's just yours. Do you, you include you, you, sleeping? You, you really have to. Do you have to schedule it? You got to make it happen. Yeah, it's not easy to do. And no, Fritchie, that does not include sleeping. The average parent gets only twenty-one minutes. Twenty-one minutes of me time a day. That sounds about right. Moms get even less. Fifty-six percent said they get less than fifteen minutes of time to themselves, and that each is day. crazy. I mean, that's barely enough time to go to the toilet. Oh, you don't get to go to the bathroom by yourself once you have a baby. They come with ever. I mean, I was just talking to someone about this. I can't even remember who it was. Um, yesterday, I was talking about when you are a, when you're a parent, you have to go to the restroom. So I go all the way to the other end of the house to go to the bathroom if I want privacy. And by the time that Penelope finds me and makes her way there, either through walking or crawling, I'm probably almost done. That's kind of like the little game we play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where did mommy go? To the potty. Parents are so busy, they don't always have time to sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. The average parent eats 156 meals a year standing up. Or cold. Mm-hmm. 47% of parents say it's impossible to completely take a day off from parenting even when they're sick. And on average, they feel sick or exhausted 84 days out of the year, but that's just have it. to power through it. <laughs> 84, that sounds low. <laughs> it's one out of every four days. Uh, yeah, that's a, actually, that's probably about right. Because by the time that I get to the end of the fourth day, I'm like, I, I have to lay down now. And it'll be like 6.35 p.m. Mm -hmm. 57% say being a parent has made them gain weight. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. I would agree with that, too. Yeah. Mostly because they don't have time to eat healthy and they end up snacking a lot. I was getting ready to say that because I find I do find myself snacking more now because I'm constantly um, giving Penelope snacks or healthy snacks or things Mm -hmm. like that. But then you also have to, like, take bites of stuff in order to make sure it's, you know, temperature safe or the right size. So you're constantly like putting stuff in your mouth. And the majority of parents say their own health is a lower priority than their pet's health, let alone their kids. I would say that's true. Marley eats better than I do. You take better care of his health than your oh, own? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a mess. You know, I got to <laughs> do something about that. <laughs> I will so say that's that the state of parenting. There is a lot of joy that comes along with parenting, too. Of course. Right. 
Just ain't as easy as Fritch and I like to make it look. (laughs) You make it look easy. So easy. Hey, want to walk around mooning people all day? Why not? A British fashion company called Pretty Little Thing just made the latest entry into the modern stupid jeans trend. These are butt-ripped jeans. Basically, just regular jeans, but the lower half of the butt is totally ripped out, so both of your cheeks spill out of them. I Um, think I've had that happen on accident before. Oh, well, see, you don't even need it. (laughs) A booty blowout. (laughs) Not sure how much you could wear them in polite society or if anyone would let you sit on their couch with them, but if you want them, they're on sale for $34, which that actually sounds like a bargain. It's right. really not that different from a lot of people's bathing suits these days. Like when you go on vacation and stuff, it's the super hot trend to have like more of like a thong style or cheeky bathing suit. Right. So let's talk about short man syndrome. Is this a real thing? Is this a myth? Is it imagined? A new study out of the Netherlands says the short man syndrome is really a thing. And the researchers found that if you're a guy under five foot seven, you have a tendency, sure it's not true for all men, but they say guys under five foot seven have a tendency to act more aggressively in social experiments than men who are taller. So what does that mean? Why are shorter men more aggressive in social experiments than men who are taller? Well, the researchers say it's biologically ingrained in short men to be more aggressive so that they can grab whatever resources they can because they might have fewer chances to get them. Hmm. So that might explain why they feel the need to be more aggressive. They're scrappy. They're at a physical <laughs> or, you know, biologically, they may feel that they're at a physical disadvantage. Right. And it's all exactly. subconscious. They don't even instinctual. They don't even realize they're doing it necessarily. Gosh. Hey, who wants to go for a run outdoors today? No, I'll pass. Oh. <laughs> it's a little hot. What is the pollen count, too? Through the roof. Oh. I think. It, I haven't looked. I'm just guessing. There's actually a health club in England that's offering a new workout program where you run outside behind a personal trainer who has an iPad strapped to his back. So <laughs> if you keep up with him, you can see whatever show you're streaming. And you wear wireless headphones, so you can listen to it, too. Plus, you get to feel like a donkey chasing after a carrot on a stick, so that's exciting. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. No word on how popular it is, or if anyone's planning to import it here to America, but, hey, it's one way if you want to, you know, you don't want, (laughs) it's like, I kind of want to be indoors, because I want to watch TV, (laughs) but at the same time, I feel like it should be out getting some fresh air. I mean, instead of the TV, can he be, like, carrying a pizza box? <laughs> and if you catch him, you Would get that do it box. for you? <laughs> Is that what it's going to take? Maybe, or a baby Ruth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, got to take a break. Coming up, one way to handle a misspelled tattoo is your news that didn't make the news continues here at Cincinnati's Q102, but... First, we check the road. Tori Cannon's got your Q102 carryautomotive.com traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Adam. Hey. 
Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. What have you been up to lately? Not too much. Just heading to work right now. All right. Well, let's see how you do. Three headlines, two fake, one real. Guess the real headline and win. You ready? Sounds good. All right. A mother and son are arrested after an argument about getting drunk on Mother's Day. B. Daughter forgets Mother's Day card, so her mom set her car on fire. Or C, husband tries to clean house for wife on Mother's Day and breaks the dishwasher, the dryer, and both his arms. Ooh. Dang. Let's go with C and hope it wasn't a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that one. It's actually A, the mom and son oh. that got arrested. Oh, man. Oh, that's uh, a bad day, too. That is a bad day. But I guess this counts as Mother's Day bonding. <laughs> Getting drunk and ganging up on dad. A uh, 27-year-old guy named Seth Bryant from Lakeland, Florida. By the way, the second story out of Florida in two days in a row. <laughs> Seth Bryant from Lakeland, Florida, with his 54-year-old mom, Judy, on Sunday for Mother's Day, and they were drinking. But eventually, Seth's dad said, all right, enough is enough. I'm cutting you off. And that made <laughs> Seth mad. So he put his fist on his dad's face and shoved him with it. So I guess he didn't punch him, but, you know. Shoved him. Right. Uh, So his father called the cops. When they got there, Judy was so upset that her son was being arrested that she shoved her husband, too. Ah, jeez. And she said, how's that for domestic violence? (laughs) And the cops said, that's really all we needed. And they arrested her as well. So now (sighs) both the mother and the son are facing battery charges. (laughs) 